Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Divya Gugnani is the co-founder of Wonder Beauty that creates multitasking clean beauty essentials that are perfect for when you're on the go. From banking to beauty, her journey is one I'm sure many of you are eager to know about. So let's get to it. Hi everyone and welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who built some of the biggest brands today and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success and how they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Main, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable in Maine has been an incredible journey so far, and so I've decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, it's a delight to introduce you our guest for today, Divya Gugnani. With a mission to create a brand with only the essentials, Divya and co-founder Lindsay Ellingson set out to create a brand that made beauty simple. Wonder Beauty focuses on fewer, better, multitasking beauty essentials to keep you looking great on the go. Divya is a Harvard Business School grad and had quite the career as an investment banker, but today she's a serial entrepreneur with several companies under her belt. But today it's all about Wonder Beauty, which may I add, is the fourth company she co-founded. I told you she really is a serial entrepreneur and I'm here for it. So Divya, thank you so much for being here with us today. And thank you for having me. So my first question I ask all my guests, and it's quite a tough one, but I think it's an important question, is um, who is Divya in a nutshell? An incredibly driven, ambitious, hardworking loving, caring, generous mom and entrepreneur. I love that. And it's, uh, and I can really see that through everything you've done and put into the business. So uh, I think it's a perfect, really synthesized way to say, but I also want to go a bit more deeper into it now because, um, you know, to be where you are today and the success you've had, there's been a whole journey behind it. And yes. I mean, you've made my job so hard because you had so <laughs> many things to talk about. I was like, wait, this? And then she's done this and she's done this. I was like, shocked. So let's, I mean, I kind of want to start at the beginning um, and kind of your journey from Harvard Business School to kind of investment banking. And what was that like? Yeah, so I actually graduated undergrad um, from Cornell and my first job out of college was investment banking at Goldman Sachs. Um, I learned the most important lesson I've ever learned in my career 
at Goldman Sachs. And that was that they named the company Goldman Sachs and they reminded us that there's no I in Goldman Sachs. And that's a huge business and professional lesson that everyone should really think through. There's no I in creating any success in your life, whether it's in your personal life or it's your professional life. The success that you see in your life is always the result of team efforts and collaboration, just like you mentioned when you did your intro about collaboration over competition. Together, we can achieve more. We can go farther than what we can do on our own. Um, And so that was kind of the early part of my career was working at Goldman Sachs, working on investment banking teams, learning how to collaborate with others and really learn from their leadership style because I was 21 years old and I didn't have a leadership style. I had a, you know, I know how to crunch numbers and Excel style and that was about it. Um, and so I was pretty much learning and soaking up like a sponge, everything around me. I then went into private equity and invested in late stage businesses, sat on a few boards, um, even of publicly traded company, publicly traded companies. I went into venture. I invested in earlier stage businesses I then went to business school, and in between all of this, I went to culinary school because I'm a diehard food lover, love to cook, you know, have always loved to cook. It's been a huge passion of mine. Growing up in a Punjabi family, what do you do but eat and drink and eat and drink? And at breakfast, you think about lunch, and at lunch, you think about dinner, and you're plotting and planning for the next day. So, you know, that's just a cultural thing for me. I really love food, um, and so I... Went to business school. I went back into venture, was investing in companies, and then got bitten by the entrepreneurial bug and started my first business, um, which was in the auto parts space. And since then, um, I have co-founded three more companies after that. I sold two of the four companies. Obviously, I'm running the fourth one now. Um, And it's just been an incredible journey of ups, downs, going sideways, um, seeing incredible growth you know, really fast spurts of the bus is moving forward, but the wheels are falling off. And, you know, everything that I've kind of gone through, I've grown through. So it's like you kind of grow through what you go through. Um, And that's really been the journey of my career. Amazing. But, you know, like just touch on that, you know, I know the the four companies behind the burners, Send the Trend, Wonder, Beauty Mm -hmm. and Conceptico. Um, I wanted to like know, are there synergies in these companies? Are they quite different? And how maybe, you know, people who are listening, you've created one brand or or two businesses. um, Why four? And did it end up, I mean, obviously they were in stages, um, but at the same time, do you feel that they've all led to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. It was all sequential. And, and I think if there's one message that really comes across um, from my varied career journey and starting four businesses in completely different sectors is that when you see a problem and you think of a unique and differentiated way to solve it, and you see a large market opportunity and you're passionate about what you're doing, you can pretty much do anything. And that's really what it comes down to. In my first business, I started a company in the auto parts sector. I knew nothing about auto parts, but my partner did. And I saw a problem. I saw an opportunity to solve it. I saw that I had the online skills in the early years of DDC Commerce to do it. It was very successful, and we sold that business quickly. Um, my second brand behind the burner you know, was in, amazing in terms of building this food platform and media platform, but what was really challenging. And, you know, I got a lot of, um, I had a lot of hard days and I think it's important to have a lot of hard days as an entrepreneur. Not every business goes up and to the right and is perfect and works well. This was like where I took my beating. 
because we had sponsorship revenue. We'd get a six-figure check one month, and then the phone wouldn't ring for four weeks. And you have to go through that. You have to go through the pain points and the struggle of being an entrepreneur. And as you mentioned earlier in your intro, how lonely it can be, how challenging it can be, how important it is to build a network around you of advisors and a support system to go through these tough days. Um, and so that business was profitable, but it never scaled. And so I pivoted and started Send the Trend, which was, you know, a rocket ship. I raised venture money for it. The head of, you know, co-head of Battery Ventures in the West Coast sat on my board. I sold my company 11 months later to QVC, you know, $10 billion organization, global TV retailer. I worked directly yeah. for the CEO. I mean, it was something that you couldn't even imagine. And, you know, having that opportunity to create generational wealth for my family was something that I never thought would ever happen to me. And so, you know, that was just, it was amazing. And I just remember selling my business and I was pregnant at the time with my son and I took the subway home and I cooked chicken teriyaki and I had brown rice and, um, and I had half a glass of lemonade and I was sitting on my recliner chair and I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm now a totally different person. Like this selling this company has changed my life and everything I do, but yet I'm exactly the same person who takes the subway and eats chicken teriyaki. And so like, you know, it's really what you make of it. It's how you allow that to change your life. And for me, I wasn't done yet. I wanted to do more. And I saw another pain point being a young mother of two young kids and doing my makeup on the subway and doing my skincare routine at the gym, I knew that there was no beauty brand out there that was speaking to me. And so I saw another opportunity. And as an entrepreneur, one of the hallmarks of being an entrepreneur is that you see things others don't see and you do things others don't do. And so that ability to really see an opportunity and execute on it is uniquely, you know, bestowed in those who have an entrepreneurial spirit. And so I, I couldn't give up. I could have just said, okay, I'm done. This is, you know, I have my kids, I have my, you know, big sale to my multi-billion dollar business and I should just relax and find a beach somewhere to, you know, suntan on. And I just couldn't do it. No, I, I, mean, I think that's really, you really <laughs> did get bitten by the entrepreneurial bug. And I don't think it ever goes away because my, my father's an entrepreneur and I see him. And every time people ask me, when's he going to retire? And I'm like, I don't think he'll ever retire. I just don't think he can. I think, you know, for him, that's his source of happiness. And now I understand that being an entrepreneur and, and you know, hearing right. what you're saying, it, it's just that kind of, it's, it's when you find that love for entrepreneurship, there's no going back. And the beauty of what you've done and proven is you can be so diverse in your entrepreneurship kind of um, True. You know, feats. You, you can go into something even you have no experience in. And I think one thing, you know, you've done and I've done with my sister is you need to also find right co-founders, right? Partners to, to do it with you because it can really help. So have you found that having co-founders in companies like Wonder Beauty, Send the Trend has been so pivotal and important for you? Absolutely. And I believe the statistics show that co-founding teams actually outperform single founder-led teams. Um, and so if you look at any of the venture data for venture-backed businesses that sell, um, the exits, both in terms of size and scope and frequency, are all stronger. The data is stronger for co-founded teams. And I believe that as an entrepreneur, it's critical for you to be self-aware. You, Akash, need to say, I am great at A, B, and C. But by the way, I suck at D, E, and F. 
And when you can come to the realization that you're great at certain things and you're terrible at others, you can then bring talent into the organization that can solve for your pain points and your weaknesses. And once you realize that, that's leadership. That's the ability to really grow and build and to see the pie as a bigger universe. The pie gets bigger when you bring on talent that supplements your skills. When you try and you know, learn it all and do it all, there's only so far you can go. And so by bringing in people who have you know, pattern recognition and have done this before in a different organization or have a unique skill set or domain expertise, that's how the business grows. And so you... At a certain point, as a CEO, end up having a succession plan or replacing yourself, and that's the hardest thing. So I've run four businesses. I've been a CEO four times. I've never replaced myself, but the closest I've come to it is at Wander. I've hired a president who now handles a lot of the day-to-day operations of our business, and I can't even tell you what that is like for me mentally, physically, and emotionally because I'm so used to you know, making decisions and being the last word. And I'm no longer the last word on the day to day. I'm yes, the last word on the strategy, the future, you know, what does um, Jeff Bezos say is like, don't congratulate me on this quarter. You know, this quarter I thought about a year ago, the people who delivered this quarter are the team that's leading the day to day business. And so as a CEO, at some point when you grow your business, you end up thinking ahead and being the visionary and the strategy and execution of the nuts and bolts of what happens every day, you have to have a really solid team in place that's delivering that. And you don't take the credit for that delivery. You take the credit for the vision and you keep innovating and thinking ahead. Oh, I, I love that. You don't take credit for the delivery, you take credit for the vision. I mean, that's so powerful. And and it's so true. I think um, that's a scary thing. At the beginning of a business, especially startup, sure, have multiple hats, you know, learn and be curious. But as you scale, as you grow, it's hard to take off the reins, but it's more than just your baby, right? It's There's so many stakeholders yeah. involved. And it is a, a big, big challenge, but a big opportunity, as you said. But, you know, before we, I want to go into what it's like to have a present, I think we have to first kind of take a few steps back and think about how did Wonder Beauty come around and the name and, yes. the, you know, with Lindsay. So we'd love to know how, why the name first and how you started it. So fascinating. So the name Wonder Beauty, we actually originally started with Jet Set Beauty and we realized someone had the trademark in class three and 35. So that was, which is yeah. beauty and personal products and whatnot. Yeah. So, um, and we didn't want it to be Jet Set, but Jet Set feels very exclusive and, you know, a select few Jet Set. Like we wanted the everyday woman to f- see herself in our brand. And that's really true 360 when you see our creative and you see women of all shapes, sizes, tones, and colors. Um, and that diversity is critical to us. And it was a part of our mission from day one. So when I was getting up in the morning and doing my under eye concealer on the subway so that I could look... Like I sort of slept at night, even though I didn't. When you have two young kids under two years old, it doesn't really quite happen. (laughs) Yes. So, um, so I, you know, it was going through this pain point. I went to a party. I met Lindsay at a party. We hit it off. I I literally just, it's so fascinating. You never know when opportunity is going to strike. And so go with an open mind every single time you leave your house and you get off your couch think to yourself, like, I can meet the co-founder of my next business. And that's really what happens. I went to a party. I met Lindsay. We bonded over our love of beauty, our love of, you know, travel. We both love to travel. I'm, you know, I believe travel feeds my soul. And so COVID has been particularly hard for me because I feel like I've widened my horizons, you know, professionally, personally, emotionally, 
and that kind of depth of exploring different cultures and different lands and walking different cities. Like I crave that. That's like who I am as a person. And so I was always on the go, you know, whether it was traveling for work or for pleasure or trains, planes, automobiles. Um, that was just the life that I lived and, you know, being a New Yorker, that's kind of how a lot of people live. And so I realized that, you know, the average woman has 15 minutes to spend on her beauty routine. And so she doesn't have time to do 10 steps of skin, 10 steps of hair, 10 steps of makeup. She's just not doing it. I wanted to speak to that everyday time starved on the go woman because I was her. And so was Lindsay, although she was in different life stage and phase. She's a supermodel, planes, trains, automobiles for work. I was mom of two young kids you know, going to the gym every day, trying to sweat off the calories and praying that I would fit into jeans at some point that had a button. So, you know, I I was like, I wore elastic jeans for a solid seven or eight years because I was like, buttons were not happening in my, in my wardrobe. So I really felt strongly that this was a pain point that so many women were going through. And so how could we solve it? And so we created Wander Beauty with clean formulations because I personally had suffered through autoimmune disease and had taken a lot of hormone disrupting toxic chemicals out of my routine. So clean beauty from the get go when people weren't talking about clean in 2015, like that wasn't a thing. So clean formulations, um, and across color cosmetics, skincare, and a limited assortment of hair and body, which is just two skews and really just giving women the tools and the formulations to be gorgeous on the go. And that's really what it was. And so the name Wander Beauty made so much sense because it's, you're going to be you know, getting essentials that are going to keep you gorgeous on the go, multitaskers, things that you know, go double and triple duty. And I um, put the A in Wander is actually a compass. And so that kind of ties into the, the aspiration and the travel and the wanderlust um, and the wonderful life that we want everyone to live. And so we really just took Wander um, as a brand in that direction because we wanted it not just to be functional, but to be romantic and aspirational and feel attainable at the same time. Amazing. I I mean, you really truly like envisioned it and you really created it because today, I mean, when I see it, I actually see everything you've said through that, that compass, all the little details, it really does shine through. Um, and it, it's, it's beautiful to see, especially as a brand builder, I, you know, I really can see the, the, the amount of effort gone into all the touch points, but you've got also got an incredible array of, you know, SKUs and, and types of products. So did you initially start with a specific beauty kind of sector of makeup or, and then eventually expand into other areas? Or what was that journey like? So the vision always was to own the beauty routine for the modern time starved woman on the go. We wanted to own her routine across color skin and the limited assortment of hair and body, which is what she was using. And we wanted to have those multifunctional products. So we started first with color, but we quickly went into skin and created their, you know, marquee baggage claim gold eye mask, which depuffs, hydrates, and brightens that under eye area. We call it coffee for your face because it just like wakes you up and makes you look alive. Um, and so that actually is a huge hero skew for us. And that is, you know, a multi-million dollar skew for us. And that's a skincare skew. So we really operate across color and skin, the two largest markets of um, beauty. Amazing. And do you feel today that your consumer, like, do you have like a name for them? Do you feel like you've really understood Yeah, Wander Beauties. Wander Beauties. I love Our Wander Beauties are so great. And they're, you know, of all orientations and, and genders and they're still Wander Beauties. 
Oh, that's so, it's so, it's so nice to, it's, it's like your family just, you know, expands and increases. And, you know, I'm sure as a founder, it's just so nice to see those little Instagram posts every day or stories or even feedback of people saying, look, I've been using this product and it's changed my life. And I'm sure you have a lot of that. Um, but, you know, going to also building the family, what's that journey of building your team been like? Um, and, you know, is it all in America, in the U.S.? So we're mostly in the U.S. and um, it's been an incredible journey and you you make mistakes um, and you do things right and you figure it out along the way and the team that you launch with sometimes is not the team that can scale you and you learn through that. And so in the early days, you hire for attitude and aptitude. You basically get people who have a great attitude, who can be jack of all trades and really can um, be able to have their hands in a lot of different pots because that's what the early days of building a brand is. Um, and as you scale and grow and launch international markets and, you know, build your supply chain, you want seasoned people with domain expertise to know what the heck they're doing. And so you bring on that talent and the more senior level talent later on. Um, and so that's how I, my, that's always been my model. I've always felt like because I'm been a CEO before and I have the vision and I know how to execute and I'm a type A Virgo and I get in the weeds I always start with a more junior green team that helps kind of get everything done as we're just doing proof of concept and showing that the business has traction and there's product market fit, which is the most important thing in building a brand. Does the market want your brand? Do you have product market fit? Because once you have product market fit, then you can raise money or invest your capital in scaling and growing. But that identifying that fit and getting to that fit point is something that a lot of entrepreneurs stumble on because what they do is they raise money. And when you just pour money into something, it's actually disguising the fact that there's no product market fit. It's just marketing that's getting people to be buy the product. It's not actually identifying that there's a need for the brand and the product and a place for it to operate in, in the competitive landscape. So um, that's kind of how I hire. And then I bring on the season, you know, more execs later on, and that's been great. And so now we have a great roster and a deep bench of very strong talent, which I'm very proud to call my team. Um, and I'm very excited about that. And I believe that you should always be recruiting. You should be meeting people every day, every week as a founder, you should be carving out time to connect and meet with new people, whether you're hiring for a role or not. You should be building your roster of talent because you never know when you're going to need someone. And, you know, me running an investment fund also at the same time, Conceptico, I've invested in 73 businesses in 21 years. I am always looking for talent across all of my portfolio companies. So recruiting and talent management and connecting and networking with talent is part of my job every day, all the time. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That's, you know, I think it's been a part of your success too, because even going back to when you said, you know, you met Lindsay in a, in, a, in a night out and then you ended up hitting it off and she was your co-founder. You never know when you can meet your co-founder. Same goes exactly. with your team. You never know when you might meet your next social media manager or um, especially even You're freelancers right. and just working with different consultants and asking those questions. And yeah, I couldn't agree more. But I do personally have a bit of a kind of more of a personal question about I've been similar to you, you know, growing my company kind of grassroots with a lot of junior team that are mighty. I call them my, my, the junior, but mighty team. Um, but it. then, you know, sometimes I get that kind of question mark of, oh, you know, do I end up needing to do that, you know, big, big salary, president, VP kind of hire, um, even though I'm very eager to do everything, I need to sometimes realize yeah. I can't. So what was that, um, you know, has it been, what are the learnings would you say and advice you would give to people like me? So I think the best thing to do is to actually bring on advisors because that will help you fill in gaps. So if you have a junior team, they need mentors to learn and grow from, and you don't know everything. And that's an important thing to realize as a founder CEO. So early on, I brought in a retail advisor who had scaled and grown businesses in retail. I brought on product development advisor. And so I bring people around the table who can expand your horizons and teach you, but can also mentor your team when they have roadblocks, obstacles, which by the way, what is being an entrepreneur? You're putting out fires every day. So you need fire extinguishers and that's your advisory board. And so bring on advisors first and see if you can get your junior team to level up and to operate a level beyond their comfort zone um, and stretch them without breaking them. And get that kind of leverage and get your own personal growth. And then when you feel like, okay, well, this is not working and now I need to bring in a senior hire, then you do it. And so let's start with the model of everyone should always, you know, learning is one of our team values at Wander Beauty. And so always be learning. Be a learn it all, not a know it all. I say that at work all day long. And so you can learn anything. I can learn anything. It's our Indian immigrant backgrounds that makes us know that we can, we can figure it out. We, we got this. We, we can figure it exactly. out. And so, and you, you, and you lead by example and you lead your team in that same mannerism of, listen, if I can figure it out, you can figure it out. And I'm going to put this incredible bench of talent on the periphery of the business so that you can have people to call and ask questions to. It's so important. And, and giving them access to your team, as you said, you know, let them yeah. also mentor the team and, and, you know, share their expertise because that's also something as well because to retain talent and to keep them motivated you know you can only do x amount and they're going to be inspired by the ceo or the boss but they want to also learn from other people and um, i think that's a very very good advice um, on that so thank you personally for that Uh, i will be doing that with my team Um, i think also concretely creating that advisory board while i do have mentors i do have people we go to i think actually why my next step is actually formally making you know whether it's a commercial or just a kind of uh, 
in-person agreement, actually having an advisory board where they benefit, we benefit, it's mutually, you know, profitable for everyone. Yeah. That's very important. But, you know, recently with the uh, current recent news, the pandemic and everything, it's been obviously a, a real tragedy around the world. But at the same time for businesses, especially in the beauty industry, there's been a lot of more opportunities and moments of, of growth, I would say. So what has it been like for Wonder Beauty um, the last kind of, I would say, two years of business? It's been very challenging, to be quite frank with you. You know, the truth is the macro trend around people being home due to COVID. Um, less people wearing makeup, which is a reality. So that was, you know, impacted our business. A lot of people replicating services that they used to do out of the home, at home, in the skincare market. So doing facials at home, taking better care of their skin, that was amazing. That grew our skincare business tremendously. So our baggage claim gold eye mask you has, you know, been very strong. We launched a vitamin C concentrate called Sightseer, which is continuing to perform incredibly well for us. It's truly innovative in the formulation um, and the delivery. It's also stable um, at a high level of vitamin C, which is, you know, unheard of because most people use L-absorbic acid and we use tetraisopalmitate. So we really um, have taken a different approach to formulation there. And that's been amazing. Um, and, you know, it's it's been challenging. It's, it's always challenging as a CEO to run your business through a recession, a pandemic. Like these things are things that come out of nowhere. And the only constant is change. And I think that that's something that you have to just learn to be on quick on your feet and adapt. I think we leaned into our community and really asked them, what do they want? What do they want to see? And we pivoted and that allowed us to emerge stronger and better. Um, but if we just sat and said, oh, this is going to go away in two weeks, which it turned out to be, you know, two years, uh, we would not have a business right now. So I think yeah. the key is that as um, as a CEO and as a leader, you have to be nimble, you have to be agile, you have to be on your toes and you've got to be moving and you've got to be pivoting and changing with the world around you. And there's not enough time to dwell on, oh, but what if, what if, yeah. just go with it. And especially, yeah. I mean, in a way, the comforting thing for, for founders or, you know, anyone working in companies is everyone's in the same boat. This is a global mm-hmm. phenomenon that's happened to everyone around the world. So we just have to navigate. And the ones that will succeed the most, the ones that are agile and reactive as quick as possible, but also listening to the trends, to the consumers and what they want and focusing on those areas. I think what you've said is, is, is very smart, but I'm hoping now with travel picking up and stuff, we'll get a bit back to hopefully a little bit back to where we were, but uh, you know, who knows? It's not looking, um, I can't be sure anymore. Every time I read the news, I'm like, oh God, are we going backwards? Are we going forwards? Right. <laughs> it's like that. Yep, it is it really is. like that. Um, but you know, also with, when it comes to the pandemic are also our personal habits of change, right? And I think people have to realize the the company, the brand, especially founder-led businesses are only as strong as the, the team and the founders. So I would love to know, like, what has been recent, you know, your rituals for success and how do you stay motivated, especially during the last two years? I think it's important to celebrate the victories and to always have your eye on the prize, have goals, um, have actionable measures and measure them. Um, it's not just about having goals and putting things, writing them down and never looking at it again. You know, have goals, measure them regularly, um, see where you're doing well, celebrate the wins and really analyze the failures so you don't do it again. 
it's not a failure if it becomes a learning experience and you can really exactly. take out the nuggets of like, hey, we did this and it really went wrong. It's okay to say that. It's good to be human. It's good to realize when you do things wrong. And I think that as a team, people respect leaders who are human and acknowledge their own faults. Um, and yeah. I'm consistently doing that. And I think that it's really important to also celebrate the wins. Like we have some really great things happening. This week has been amazing for us. We're opening up some new retail distribution this year. The team's really pumped and excited about it. Um, that expansion and that growth is fueling the excitement in the office today. And so that's important, you know, just, you know, focusing on what you can achieve and doing it and doing it well. Exactly. No, couldn't agree more. And uh, I think around, you know, surrounding yourself with people um, that empower you, that, you know, motivate you. Um, and one thing I, you know, I do want to kind of touch on about you as well is you, as you said, you've invested in over 70 businesses. And that's something that me as a young entrepreneur, I dream of starting to invest in more and more brands and people, especially because people. It's the people behind them that keeps me excited and wants me to, to, to be part of their journey. Um, what advice would you give to people who let to someone who's got some extra cash in the bank, but wants to invest it or just curious about how to, you know, do micro investments or, you know, whatever for some minority equity or just advisory boards, what yep. would you give advice would you give to them? I think it's super important to invest in what, you know, I mean, Warren Buffett taught us that lesson pretty early. Don't, you know, as a beauty founder, be like, oh, you know, I think crypto is the new hot thing. and I'm just going to like plunk in $30,000 on Bitcoin. You know, great. Like you want to try that deal? Go for it. But for me as an investor and as a seasoned investor, I would say I invest in what I know. Um, and I, I find it to be an incredible learning for me also to learn what I don't know. Um, find a sectors and spaces where you can add value to an entrepreneur and they will want to take your check. So many times it's hard to get into a deal with a small check when you're just starting out. Um, and the fact that you have domain expertise in that sector or that market can help the entrepreneur want to take your check. And so invest in what you know, um, network and meet people in your industry constantly, look out for opportunities. And then when you're evaluating the investment, think in the early stage, ultimately the bet is on people, idea, opportunity. Early stage investments, the kind of pre-seed, seed, and series A rounds are really meant for people, idea, and the opportunity. It's, you're betting on a team to execute an idea against an opportunity. And that's really what it is. Later stage, particularly in the beauty space, when you're talking series B and later, it's about you know people product distribution. You've got the people there. You want a roster of talent you want the product and you want the pipeline and the development pipeline to scale and grow that product product and, and brand. And the distribution is where you're going to put the money behind it to see, okay, how am I going to scale this? Is it D to C? Is it retail? Is it international? Is it domestic? And you're kind of taking capital against a business that's already working to just scale it and grow it. But in the early stage, it's, it's a, can it survive or is it going to fail type bet? And so that's where the team comes in. How is the founder uniquely positioned to solve this problem in the market? Have they done it before? What is it about their background or their hustle or their experience that's going to make them succeed? I tend to invest in athletes. Um, I I've been an athlete my life, my whole life. And now that I've actually moved to Florida recently, um, I find that, you know, I play tennis and I'm swimming mm. and I'm doing all the things that I used to do many years ago when I used to have a life and before I became an entrepreneur. 
Um, and I find that, you know, I invested in topicals, which is, you know, an incredibly successful brand. It's a four right now. And they'll be coming um, on the podcast as well. Yeah. Alameda, I Mm -hmm. met early on before she had raised, you know, institutional money and very, um, early in her fundraising journey. And I just, you know, she was an athlete, she was a track star. I was an athlete and track co-captain. And so, you know, it was just that chemistry of, I think that athletes are very disciplined they know how to lead teams. They know about collaboration. Um, there's a lot of learnings from being in sports. And so that for me just works. It's part of my investment oh, philosophy. Amazing. I love that because also, yeah, make it personal as well. Make it something yeah. that you as a human would be interested in. And it doesn't have to be just a one faceted kind of approach. It can be so multidimensional. Um, and also one advice, I'm, I'm, what you've kind of said, and I'm sure you would agree is, is it's not all about the money. Money is a part of it, but don't underestimate the value of you, your connections, your time, your network right. that you've also hopefully cultivated. And that's something that I'm thinking about, you know, whether I want to start building like a fund and invest in small businesses. Yeah. And I was thinking even my podcast, I was like, you know, I actually met so many amazing founders around the world. Incredible. And that's what you have to There's, do. You have to start somewhere. I did my first deal 21 years ago. And, yeah. you know, one of my first investments sold for $990 million to Microsoft. And it was amazing. amazing. I mean, everyone should have their first investment to be that successful. But, yeah. you know, along the way, I learned a lot and um, yes. made a lot of mistakes too. Luckily, not too many. And had, you know, a bunch of companies go public, which is incredible. And have another one that yep. will be going public soon. So it's been an amazing journey of like really being there and watching founders scale their businesses and grow to heights that I personally never achieved as a founder also. And so to be along yes. for that ride as an investor has been amazing. It's been a great oh, learning I can for imagine. me. I think that's a thing. And I think a lot of people listening who are just inspired by that kind of story, like start today. Like there's no, you know, you can start whenever it's not, it's not really like, oh, like certain things people talk about bitcoin and crypto think, oh, i should have done it 10 years ago maybe certain things yes um but do exactly what you think you'd exceed in what is right for you um not what the trends are saying because um i agree people do that people do that and they, they don't have happiness they don't have excitement they don't have the extra right. urge and it's really important um but you know so the, uh, one question I have before we kind of, we're going to go into some fire round questions, et cetera. Um, I do want to like know kind of, you touched on it before about how, you know, failures are opportunities to learn. And a lot of people are really scared of starting a business, investing just because of this risk of fail failure. So what is the biggest advice you would give to people listening to say, you know, I'm working in my company, but I don't know if I should quit or I don't, I want to create this business, but I don't know where to start. Like, what would you tell them? Well, the best way to start a business is to start a business because that's how you figure it out. And that's why, whether you know you're onto something or not. So I do think you should have a strong vetting process before you just launch another brand. The world has a bajillion brands. Why does yours need to exist? You need a point of differentiation, unique, unique, unique selling points. Really stress test your idea before you decide to venture into entrepreneurship. That's my honest advice. Stress test it with target market, with your target market. Do data, do analytics, do surveys. Before we started Wander, we interviewed 100 women from the age of 18 to 72 to identify the pain points in their beauty routine. Um, even with the name, we did surveys. I, I do this for every company I ever work with. I you know, have a bunch of names, people select their favorite names and then the screen goes blank. And then we ask them, what was your favorite name? And the one that has the most name recognition, the one that they remembered from the survey is always the name for the business. 
Because if mm. people go through a process of selecting names and the one that they remember stuck in their head, that's marketing right there. You're, you're lowering your cost of acquisition because there's recognition around the brand. And so I just think that stress test the idea, do some research, data, market sizing, whatever you want to do in your own way. Um, but then the best way to start is to literally start. Get off the couch and do it. And what's the worst thing that happens? You, it doesn't work out. And you learn from exactly. it. That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. That, that's amazing. I mean, such good advice. And everyone listening, take notes because that's exactly what you've got to do. And yeah, be smart <laughs> about it. Be tactical about it. But it is when you start. And you know, a little anecdote. I remember one of my CEOs in the big companies I was working for, I, was, I sat down with him and I said, I'm thinking of creating my brand, Fable and Main. He was like, oh, I might want to launch a skincare brand. And then we're both sitting there and he was like, I don't know if I should do it. I was like, I don't know if I should do it. And then I was like, we're both in the same boat. You've had 50 years experience in beauty. I've had like one or two, but at the same time, we're both in the same boat. We're both scared to start. And it was me who actually just started at first. And now fast forward it, you know, I have a call with him sometimes and he's like, gosh, I need to start. I, I, I still need to start. And I'm like, what's, what are you waiting for? Come on. Yeah. So, um, it is, it's just about starting it and that's it. So I love that. Um, but, um, bef- my question I asked the, the final kind of question I asked every single person, it's a bit to do with travels. So I know you're like this, but it's a bit of a mean question. Cause I'm saying it's more TSA. <laughs> TSA is saying, look, Divya, you can travel with us, but you can only take one wonder beauty product with you. So what is that go-to wonder beauty essential for you? Oh, this is a good one. I would say missed connection. I can't live without missed connection. So missed connection is a biphase formula. It's a pink water-based toner, um, which balances the pH of your skin to the ideal level of 5.5. So that it is neither alkaline nor acidic. Um, and then it has an oil-based essence, which plumps and hydrates your skin. So you shake it up and it becomes this pink milky consistency and you're getting two steps in one. You're getting your toner and your essence. So you're getting the balance and the hydration and that for me on my face, my, my body, that's all I need. I don't want anything else. I just want to, I want to bathe in that all day long because it smells so good and there's no artificial fragrance in it. So I say my holy grail, I take misconnection wherever I go. Oh, I love that. And I just love, just have to like a side note, I love all your names of your kind of products. You have <laughs> yeah. such innovative names that just also bring me to that travel with you baggage, know, that claim, baggage claim, misconnection, fast lane, instant facial. So cool. Yeah. So, so, so cool. I love it. So, I mean, everyone, yeah, I'll put all the links in the summary, but everyone must check out the products if you haven't already, because they're genius and I love them. So, um, yeah, just, uh, thank you for whoever made the names, um, kudos to them. I'm sure you had a big <laughs> That's part our of team it. Effort, amazing. Always. amazing. Amazing. So fire round questions. First thing that comes to your mind. So the first question is, um, what's another beauty brand that you're currently loving? I love then I met you by Charlotte Cho. Um, she's a friend of mine. I love her intention. I love yeah. that she, thinks through um, her products so carefully and thoughtfully and has limited SKUs. Um, I can't uh, limit it to that too. I really like also, you've probably seen on the hair scene, Shaws and Kicks. Um, I really like their brand, which I think is really cool. And I love the packaging and the branding and the story. Um, So I'm really enjoying those two, I would say. Amazing. No, I, I, then I met you just recently launched in Cult Beauty. So I was very excited because I could, I wanted yeah. some to the London. So amazing brands. Um, what's a guilty pleasure of yours? Oh, Netflix. It's a problem. I'm watching shows in Spanish. Um, I just, <laughs> I can get started and I just can't stop. So 
So yes, it's a rabbit hole, Netflix. I feel you. <laughs> um, what are you currently on that note, watching or reading? Um, I read lots of books because I actually love to read and I read at night before I go to sleep. Um, I just read a very light novel from Emily Giffen, The Lies That Bind. Um, but I also really love the book, The Right Stuff by Carter Cast. I recently read that. I actually reread it. I'd read it before. I think it's amazing. So for people in business out there, I, I really like that one. I'm going to make a note and pick that up. Amazing. Um, what's your favorite social media platform right now? You know, I'm an Instagram girl and I'm not even on Instagram that like I'm on reasonably a bit. I'm not as much as others are on, but I, I don't even know my password to my Facebook account. And I like TikTok. But once I get on TikTok, you can find me seven hours later because I've gone down. Yeah, that's worse that than Netflix. That's more addictive. So <laughs> yeah. it is like, you know, TikTok is like the bane of my existence. So I, I like Instagram because I get, you know, updates from the people I care about on there. Um, exactly. And I really like it. Amazing. And, and my last question is, if you weren't um, a beauty entrepreneur, this is kind of a trick question because you are everything anyway, but what would you be doing? <laughs> um, I would be an investor and that's what I'm doing now. I do both exactly. and I really but love I it. I think also you'll be probably an amazing chef uh, yes. having your own restaurants as well. Yes, I mean, be, yes, uh, yes, yes. I have all the cuts and burns. Yeah. And ugly fingers to prove I it. can imagine. I can, when I come to America, I would love to try some of your amazing food. Um, and when you come to London, have an Indian home cooked meal at mine. So, um, well, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure and honor uh, to speak to you, Divya. And where can everyone find both your, you know, your own personal social media on Instagram, but also Wander Beauty's social right. website? So, wanderbeauty.com for the website, at wander underscore beauty on Instagram. I'm at D Gugnani. So, D G U G. N-A-N-I. Amazing. I have all the links in the summary hyperlinks. You can just click and make sure everyone Thanks. check it out. And in the meantime, wishing you all the success, all the happiness, and see you hopefully very soon. Thanks. Thank you, Divya. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Founded Beauty as much as I had making it. And if you did, please share it with a friend who you think will love it too. Founded Beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, the Acast app, and many more. And I'm also very proud to be part of the Acast Creator Network. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop. We really appreciate every single follow, listen, share, and review. It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable Main goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.